So many times in life, we've been faced with situations that seem impossible. We've been in battles that look and feel like we're already defeated before they start. We've become so afraid that we allow the battle to cripple us. And what we really need to understand is how our faith in God works and use it to our benefit. The bottom line is we've already won the battle. We just need to walk in it and believe it. We have the victory. Today, I'm going to go over the story of David and Goliath. That's 1 Samuel 17. Goliath and the Philistines had come up against King Saul and Israel. And this wasn't a normal fight because if you all have heard the story, we know how big Goliath was. He was a giant compared to the men of Israel. Not only was he a giant, he was an antagonistic, loudmouth giant that wouldn't be quiet. And for 40 days, Goliath antagonized Saul and Israel with his loud mouth and his outward appearance, his stature. Goliath was so disrespectful that he not only talked about Israel, but he even defied the God of Israel. For 40 days, he crippled the entire army of Israel with fear. So one day, David was sent by his father, Jesse, to take his brothers and their captain some food and to bring back a report of his brother's well-being. When David got to the army, when he got to his brothers, he went and ran to the front line. And while he was there, he heard Goliath's mouth and disregard toward the God of Israel. And he saw the fear that crippled King Saul and crippled the armies of Israel, crippled his brothers. And he instantly began to inquire about the one over there taunting the army of the living God. 1 Samuel 17, 26 says, Then David spoke to the men who were standing with him on the front line saying, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should taunt the armies of the living God? Now, David wasn't sent there to inquire about anything. David was sent by his father, Jesse, to 
take some food to his brothers and let him know how his brothers was doing. So all David had to do was go drop the food off, check on his brothers. He could have went right back home, told his dad, hey, they're doing good. They're not fighting. They're crippled. Uh, I gave them food. Everybody's still alive right now. And they have this big old feeling. So he could have done all of that. But instead, what David did was he inquired and asked, who is this who taunts the very God, the very living God, my God? This is the response we should have when the enemy lifts his head in our lives. Who dare taunt me? Who dare taunt me? I am in Christ. I am engrafted in Christ. How dare you, enemy, lift your head up in my life and try to taunt me? That's the response that we should have. We should not be afraid because we are in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us that we are engrafted in Christ. And if we're engrafted in Christ, that means we win. No questions asked. We win every time. He has already gotten us the victory. David had assured, unmovable, and relational faith in God. It's time to have the faith to walk in victory and defeat giants, defeat enemies that's been taunting and causing fear to cripple us in our lives. No matter what your individual situation is, no matter what my individual individual situation is. There is no reason that we call ourselves in Christ, that we call ourselves the children of the living God. We call ourselves God's people, and we know that over 2,000 years ago, Jesus himself died on the cross and took every sin, every sickness, every disease on his back, and he rose again with all power in his hands. We have the victory, and we need to walk and act like we have it. No reason for us to take on this learned behavior that we've learned over the years. Well, this this happened, and so the natural response is for me to just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yes, you do know. And if you don't know, then get in your word because you know that you are victorious. Again, David had assured unmovable, relational faith in God. In order for David to understand that he could fight this battle that had nothing really to do with him originally until he heard the disrespect of his God and he saw what it was doing to the people. But in order for him to understand that he could fight this battle and victor- be victorious, he had to have some keys to walking in victory. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Keys to walking in your victory. 
one of the first keys that we see that David have is faith in God. To have faith in God is to be confident in God. Confidence is a feeling or consciousness of one's power. Confidence is a relation of trust and intimacy. 1 Samuel 17, 32 says, David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail on account of him, on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. That was not what his dad sent him to do. But David knew who he was, and he had faith in God to understand, oh, I'll take care of this. How could David be so confident? How could David be so confident when he see the whole army of Israel and the king all crippled in fear? And how could he be so confident to say to the king, let no man's heart fail on account of him? Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. How could he be that confident? Because he understood that because he dwelled in the secret place, of the Most High, because he abided under the shadow of the Almighty. He knew that the Lord was his refuge and his fortress. He had complete trust in his God, because David had been in similar situations, and the Lord had delivered him from them all. David had complete trust, complete confidence that the Lord would deliver him in this battle with the Philistine, he knew from experience and relationship that he already had the victory, which is why it wasn't a big deal, which is why he could say to Saul, oh, don't worry about it, I got it, because that's basically what he said. Don't worry about it, I got it. We need to maintain the victory that Jesus has already obtained for us. We must walk in the victory in our lives. When you're faced with issues of life that we're all faced with, no matter whether it's healing, deliverance, prosperity in any area that you need it in, no matter if it's an answer to a prayer that you're looking for, we need to understand that it's already been made available to us. It just requires us to recognize that victory is already available and maintain the victory through our faith in God. We have to maintain the victory through our faith in God. It reminds me, this reminds me of last week. I knew that some type of illness was trying to attach itself to me. And while I could still pray, I made a declaration to the Lord. And I said, I am healed and the righteousness of Christ. I walk in healing and no weapon formed against me will be able to prosper in my life. And every illness trying to 
attach itself to my body was a trespasser and must go now. And no matter the ailment, I don't leave this earth. I don't leave this earth. And I would not only not leave this earth, but I would get through this whole and healthy. I was very specific in my prayer because I knew something was going on. And as the day went by, I didn't lose my trust in God. As things seemed to worsen, I didn't lose my trust and my faith in God. My mind was set firm in my faith in God, and I knew I had the victory. I just had to stand and wait for the manifestation to appear. We've got to keep our faith in God. I knew I was healed, maintaining my victory in being healed and whole in Christ. Did you hear what I said? As I was feeling not so well, I knew I was the healed, and I was maintaining my victory and maintaining my healing in God. I was not the ill. I was not the sick. I was the healed because that's what the Lord said I am. When he died on the cross and rose again with all power in his hand, I have the victory, and that's who I am. So I am the healed, maintaining my victory in Christ. And that's who we have to be. We have to understand that our faith in God is real. It should be unmovable. But you got to know him. You have to have a relationship with him to know him. To be able to understand that it doesn't matter what my eyes see. It doesn't matter what my ears hear. I know that I have the victory and I walk in victory. I won't let it go and I will hold on to my victory. Faith in God. Number two, faith in yourself. You have to have faith in yourself. You have to know exactly who you are in Christ. Samuel 17, 33 through 37 says, Then Saul said to David, You are not able to go up against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth, while he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant was tending his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock. I went out after him and attacked him and rescued it from his mouth. And when he rose up against me, I seized him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them since he has taunted the armies of the living God. And David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go, and may the Lord be with you. David had faith in himself. We must know who we are in Christ and be confident of who he is in us. 
People look at our outward appearance or what they used to know about us or their perception of us and they try to judge us and try to run our lives off of their thoughts. God looks at who he called us to be, the righteousness of Christ. None of them knew David's private shepherding time. Just like people that look at you, they don't know your private time. They didn't know what it took to even be a shepherd. They even considered shepherding beneath him. His brother even questioned him, and, 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 and his brother himself was sitting up there scared. But he even inquired of David in, in verse 20, and he says, Why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? They didn't understand the characteristic of a true shepherd. A true shepherd has a tender heart, sincere, an intimate, loving heart, and a heart that, that, that is a protector. A true shepherd cares over the flock. So when David saw King Saul and saw his brothers and saw the armies of Israel being crippled in fear, it's his natural response to get up and protect. He was a protector in full confidence in God. We have to stop looking at people, listening to people, and stop worrying about what someone's opinion of who and what we are is. We are the righteousness of Christ. Be confident that we aren't trying to become righteous. We have already been made righteous, the righteousness of Christ. We shouldn't be deceived to think that we have to work for this righteousness or do some type of tricks for this righteousness. Oh, I forgot to pray today for five minutes, so tomorrow I better pray for 10 minutes. No, you don't have to do no tricks. If you forget to pray, then when you remember, pray. You don't have to do any tricks. Oops, I made a mistake and I know that I sinned. I hear the Holy Spirit telling me what I've done wrong. Oh boy, I can't go to church till I get this right. Oh boy, I got to do. You don't have to do anything but get up and understand who you are. You already are the righteousness of Christ. Walk in the righteousness that you have. You don't have to do anything but walk in your victory. Walk in your victory. Some of us might have to keep growing in the fruit of righteousness. But it doesn't negate the fact that you're already righteous. Stand firm in your faith and believe in yourself. We must remember to control our emotions because they can get so out of hand that we start creating issues for ourselves. We have authority over our emotions. We can't allow the circumstances to govern our emotions. David never once gave attention to any negative conversation against him. He maintained his peace, and he never responded 
out of his emotion. Know who you are in Christ. Number three, you must have faith in what's in your hand. Faith in the weapons in your hand. Verse 38 says, Then Saul clothed David with his garments and put a bronze helmet on his head. And he clothed him with armor. David girded his sword over his armor and tried to walk. For he had not tested them. So David said to Saul, I cannot go with these. I've not tested them. And David took them off. He took his stick in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in his shepherd's bag, which he had even in the pouch. And his sling was in his hand and he approached the Philistine. It was tradition for the armies to put on armor for battle. However, David wasn't a part of the army of Israel. When David went to battle, he didn't use that type of armor. He went to battle with whatever was in his hand. When David had to protect his sheep, whatever he had in his hands, which were his hands, he went to battle with that. We must be careful not to take on someone else's armor because we have our ears to their mouth instead of our ears to the Holy Spirit. Victory has already been acquired for us. Use your faith. We must use our faith and stand in victory. No matter the enemy in our way, we must stand on the word and not be moved. Stand in the victory that Christ has made available and his promises. Get this in your spirit. You can't be defeated if you stand in the victory that Christ has already obtained. David knew he had already had the victory. Being defeated was never in his mind. If you read the chapter, there's no doubt in his mind that he can handle this. So keys to walking in victory. You have to have faith in God. You must have faith in yourself. You must have faith in what's in your hand. And number four, you must have faith in your praise. 1745 says, Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted. This day the Lord will deliver you up into my hands. I will strike you down and remove your head from you. I will give the dead bodies of the armies of the Philistines this day to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts of the air that all the earth may know there is a God in Israel and that all the assembly may know that the Lord does not deliver by sword or spear, but for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into my hand. David didn't waste his time and his tongue on idle talk. We have to understand and begin to open up our mouths and bless the Lord. David didn't waste 
any time. Before he lifted up a finger against the Philistine, David began to praise God. We shouldn't be on our way to battle. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Oh, I don't think, oh, man, this is so bad. Oh, my God. That's not how you go to battle. You go to battle opening up your mouth, blessing the Lord. We must be in full confidence, not hoping, not wondering, but in surety that our enemy is already defeated. The victory is won and we've already won. We can thank God for our triumph in Jesus. It doesn't matter how big nor how loud the enemy is that's standing in front of you is. It's already been decided that we are victorious. Open up your mouth and, 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 and quote Psalms 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? When evildoers came upon my, me to devour my flesh and my adversaries and my enemies, they fell and they stumbled. Though the host encamped against me, my heart will not fear. Though war rises up against me, in spite of this, I shall be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, to meditate in his temple. For in this day of trouble, he will conceal me in his tabernacle. In the secret place, his tent will hide me. I will lift me up. He will lift me up upon a rock. I will bless the Lord at all times. This is Psalms 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble will hear and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. We got to learn how to open up our mouth and begin to bless our God. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. For he has done wonderful things. His right hand and his holy arm has gained us the victory. Shout joyful to the Lord, all you earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful singing. Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting. His faithfulness to all generations. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who pardons all your iniquities. He pardons all your iniquities. You are already victorious. He pardons all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. Who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion. Who satisfies your years and good things so that your youth is renewed like an eagle. Open up your mouth. When the enemy rises his head, when the enemy lifts his head in your life, open up your mouth and ask, who dare taunt the child of God? Who dare taunts me? Who dare taunts the Christ in me? I am Christ in the earth. I am engrafted in Christ. No matter the battle that you're facing right now, understand.
understand that you have the weapons to defeat the enemy once and for all. You have the weapons once and for all. You don't have to see this enemy again. We just need to stand firm in our faith and walk in the victory that has been obtained for us. So no matter where you are in life, we understand that we have the victory over every battle that arises. We understand that we have the victory over every battle that arises. We might be dealing with all kind of personal issues, but we're still in victory. No matter what you're dealing with, you're still in victory. I don't care if you're dealing with depression, you're still in victory. I don't care if you're dealing with mental illness, you're still in victory. If you're dealing with confusion, hurt, lying, fornication, identity issues, it doesn't matter what you're dealing with, open up your mouth and say, I'm still in victory. No matter what you're dealing with, we're here right now. And the Holy Spirit can begin to deal with us and give us an alternative to let us understand that we don't have to be defeated by the enemy. We don't have to take on that learned behavior that when the enemy comes, we retreat or we get fearful or we're crippled. Or we, we use our tongue idly. That's all foolishness. That's all shenanigans. We now know what to do. We don't have to use that learned behavior anymore. The Holy Spirit is here. Every enemy, every giant that dares to taunt the child of God has already been defeated. Jesus loves us so much, so much, that he died on the cross, took everything, every sin that could be thought of, every sickness that could be thought of. There is nothing that arises or comes in your way that Jesus did not already bury and kill on the cross. When he rose again, he rose with all power. We have the victory. Jesus is not dead. He's yet alive. We have the victory. You might have had some bad or made some bad decisions. Don't put your head down. Lift your head up. You still have the victory. Just allow the Holy Spirit to guide you to the manifestation of your victory. So understand if things don't go how you want them. If you make a mistake, if, your ho- if the Holy Spirit is, is, is on you because what you did was not right, 
understand that you still have the victory. Don't retreat. Allow the Holy Spirit to work through you so that manifestation of your victory can come to fruition. No enemy, no devil, no giant, nothing gets to come in your face, gets to raise his head in your life. Nothing gets to raise his head in your life because you have faith in God. You have faith in who you are. You have faith in what he has given you, what's already in your hand. And you have faith in your praise. So nothing gets to lift its head in your life. Because we walk in victory. Every enemy is defeated. Every enemy is defeated. If we walk in the victory that has been made available to us. If we walk in the victory made available. Every, every enemy. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this time. We glorify your name, Jesus. We glorify your name. We adore your name, Father. We worship you, Jesus. God, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for the ability to understand that everything we need has already been given to us. Everything we need has already been given to us. Thank you for the ability to understand that we can have complete confidence in you and we no longer have to retreat. We no longer have to be fearful. We no longer have to be crippled because anything that rises up against us, we understand who we are. We understand our complete faith in you. Anything, any enemy, any giant that rises up against us, we don't care how loud it is. We don't care how antagonistic it is. We don't care how, what it looks like. Anything that dares to taunt the very people of God has already been defeated. There is nothing, nothing, that can come against us and defeat us because you, Jesus, has already maintained the victory for us. And that's what we walk in today. That's what we walk in today. We don't have to do any extra work. We don't have to do any extra tricks. You've already allotted this for us. And all we have to do is hold on, stand firm, and maintain the victory that you, Jesus, have already obtained for us. That's it, guys. Maintain the victory. 
maintain the victory that's already been allotted to us. So no matter what comes your way, no matter what it looks like, maintain the victory and maintain it until manifestation produces it. Amen.